you know, <laughs> I don't know why I'm crying. <laughs> it's the shoes. <laughs> that too. If I kick them off, you'll excuse me, won't you? Oh, man, you know, so last night I'm all prepared for not preaching. I want to say all prepared to go and clean up the kitchen and get all organised. And Andrew comes and goes, Paul, I'm really not feeling well. I'm like, really? Oh, okay. I've been sick the last few days. So clearly this, you know, stupid sickness going around our home. So at about 8 o'clock last night, he goes, do you reckon you could preach? I'm like, sure, no worries. And seriously, I just really feel like God just dropped this in for me, for us today. And this morning, I felt so unprepared and so inadequate and I come in and I know what I want to preach on I feel like I know what God's given me and then I find this beautiful clip and I'm like oh God thank you so much that is exactly what today is about and truly I could sit down but this is what God wanted to say to us 2 Corinthians 5 17 says this if anyone is in Christ he is a new creation the old has passed and the new has come. That's the message. If anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed, the new has come. When God takes us, he doesn't want to just leave us in our rubbish and our filth. He says, the old has passed, is dead, it's gone, it's buried, and the new has come. But so many of us aren't living in that new, hey? So many of us say, God, you be mine, and we hold on to the filth. I want to show you a little clip from one of my old favourite TV shows. And I think this kind of explains exactly what we can be like. Help me! Help me! Watch <laughs> it. Stupid books. Hey, a cupcake. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, hmm. <laughs> Hamster one, Bart zero. Experiment two. The food is connected to a mild electrical current. The hamster has learned a valuable lesson. Beware the hand of man. can be so like that we go back to the same old same old even though every time we get hurt we get we get damaged we go back again and again even though we know that going back will leave us a mess but the verse says if anyone is in Christ he's a new creation the old has passed the new has come and didn't that video fit that beautifully you make everything new so beautiful 
But this is the promise that we receive when we come to God. And you know what? Every time I hear someone coming to God here, I get so excited. It actually fills me with, with such excitement. But there's more to the steps. Come to God, yes, take the step. But we've got to take another step and say, okay, God, make me new. Make me whole. Refresh me. Renew me. Start again with me because the decisions of my of my life have led me into ways that are destructive. And he says, I'm going to lead you a new way. But I just want to tell you something. In the new way, it can be hard. It can be hard. It can be challenging and it can be confronting. A number of years ago, I um, decided, now I'm not a green thumb. In fact, I'm not a gardener. When, when I see gardens, I see a lot of work. And I'm not particularly interested in, in that. But a number of years ago now, I rented, actually it was as I got married, so like nearly 20 years ago, I rented this tiny little unit in Toowoomba. And it had this really small patch of dirt, literally like, like a little triangle in the corner. And it was just weeds. And I, I got inspira inspiration. I thought, you know what? I've never gardened before, but I'm going to discover what gardening is all about. So I decided that I was going to plant bulbs because in Toowoomba, tulips and things like that actually grow beautifully. So I, um, I, I did some research about how to make this garden grow and I discovered that this is actually going to be hard work. So I got to it, I began digging, I was weeding, my hands were dirty and then I came across one of my greatest fears, spiders. Like, hello, that's not fun, like really not fun. That I probably should have got gardening gloves, but I didn't do that. So my, my pretty little fingernails, you know, all damaged. But, you know, I got right into it. And then they said, to make the bulbs really flourish, you need to get manure. Hello, manure? Yuck. Is there another way? Oh, yes, you could get blood and bone. Really? Blood and bone? Is there another way? They actually said you could get potting soil and gypsum. I don't even know what gypsum is. So I bought these things, I didn't even know what they were and I planted it all in the ground and then I had to get the bulbs which were actually quite expensive to buy tulip bulbs and then they said in order to make them grow, you've actually got to put them in the freezer for like a few weeks before you plant them. So this process of this tiny little patch of garden actually was a little bit painful. It actually took a lot of work. It, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't easy. It wasn't cheap. But in the end, my garden was beautiful. Like the, the flowers that came were beautiful. And I don't know if you've ever gardened. Any gardeners here? There's a few gardeners in the house. I cannot explain to you the incredible pride I had when I first saw these flowers budding. Like all this work and, and energy I put into this garden and, and, the, and these flowers, they bloomed. And I, I, I remember thinking that that was worth it. It was worth it. I want to say to you, you are worth the effort. It may be painful, but we need to allow God to come here and weed this soil to pull out the roots of bitterness, to pull out the, the hurts of the past, the shame, the disappointments, the regrets. We need to allow him to tend this heart because when we don't, we'll still have the same weeding that needs doing. We'll still have that same messy garden. 
And you can say, God, I come to you, but please don't touch me. Please don't touch my garden. Just leave it alone. I just, I, I come to you. I still give you my heart, but I don't want to give you that. I want to tell you when we hold back and don't let God really tend to us, we're left with anger, bitterness, resentment. And you think you're going good. You're like, you know what? I've made a commitment. I'm going to follow Jesus. It's really great. And one thing happens and what happens? You end up back in that bitterness, resentment, making the same poor choices again and again and again. But this verse says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a what? New creation. That's the promise for us. I want to encourage you, let God come and tend your garden. Let him deal with everything. The beautiful thing about God is he's gentle. He's not horrible. And if you don't want him to, he won't. But he wants to so much. He wants to tend to the garden. I know you might find it really hard to believe. Um, you know, you, you see people standing out the front here, but I'm no different to anyone here. I've made lots of wrong choices in my life. I've done things that personally I'm ashamed of from my past. I've made really poor decisions. And I remember as I grew up in a family of Christians, Salvation Army officers, and I felt like God could not possibly love me. Like I remember sitting, in, sitting at home as a uh, um, teenager and just going, there is no way that God can possibly love me because I know that I haven't loved him with my actions, with my words, with my thoughts. There is no way God could love me. And I, I know for me as well, even, even after I discovered that God could love me and as I've walked the journey and I've made great decisions and then I've made terrible decisions and then I've gone through incredible valleys where I really thought God is nowhere near me. I remember sitting in my bedroom, married, sitting there going, God, I'm never speaking to you again. I remember picking up my Bible and throwing it across the room. I'm a little bit expressive and this is just by myself in my room. You know, I have experienced times of valley where it's very difficult and you say, God, where are you? I feel so alone. I'm never going to change. That's never going to be different. I've been there. I get it. And then I, <laughs> and then I read these incredible verses and the tears, the tears that I've cried have said, God, where are you? Where are you leading me? What is happening? Just feel like it's a mess. I can't get through it. And then I read verses like this. It says, those who plant in tears, this is from Psalm 126, those who plant in tears will reap, will harvest with shouts of joy. They will weep as they go and plant their seed, but they will sing as they return the harvest. Don't think that your tears are for nothing when you feel like you're alone in a desert place and, and God's tending to this heart and he's dealing with, with stuff in here. Don't think that you're alone. You're not. You might feel it, but you are not alone. As you harvest in tears, as you say, God, deal with this stuff, and it is painful to deal with. He's tending to this, to this stuff. And he says, when you harvest, when you, when you what's the words? When you plant in tears, you will harvest in joy. 
So I want you to know that it's not for nothing. When you go through the valley, when you go through the hard times, when you're in pain, when you think, God, where are you? When you feel like you just are stuck in a rut and you can't get out, making the same old, same old bad choices like my high heels over and over and over and over again. You choose the wrong thing and God says, no, I don't give up on you. I never will give up on you. I love you. I love you. I love you. And when you come through the other side, you reap in joy. It is worth it, guys. When I see those flowers, I remember the flowers that we planted, I see them blooming and I go, that was worth it. You are worth it. And don't let anyone tell you any different. If anyone is in Christ, he is a... Oh, let me hear you. If anyone's in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed. Passed. The old has passed away. When we talk about passed away, what do you think of? It's dead. The old is dead. The old has passed away. You know, something about Australia. I didn't know this until I researched it. Andrew told me and I have to always research it. I don't know how come Andrew knows so much. He's like so smart. And, and I try and prove him wrong, but he's so often right. I love it when he's wrong. No. <laughs> oh, no, I never do that though because I'm like really good. No. <laughs> Can you erase that from the recording? Rewind. <laughs> anyway, so did you know that Australian native trees actually need a fire every so often to survive? Did you know? You, who knew that? Who are the smart people in the room who knew? Oh, you all knew it. Did you know why? I'll tell you why. Don't you, if, you're all, if you all know, that's great, but I'm still going to tell you. So, this is what it says. The eucalyptus tree is covered with oil. And when a fire comes, it hits the tree and the oil actually explodes and burns the outside of the tree only. This oil on the outside protects the inside of the tree and stimulates new growth. And then the tree starts to sprout branches and new trees start to grow. How good is that? How good is that? I mean, nothing can get more dead than in a fire. I mean, if a fire hits and you're in the way, you're dead, yeah? Like, pretty much, you're dead. But here, God has given these amazing eucalyptus trees, this protective covering, this oil, that when the fire hits, it's like, bang, hit. You're not getting in, baby. You cannot destroy me. I am not going down. You'll destroy everything that's not needed, but new growth is coming because a fire came. Because a fire came. I want to encourage you when the fire hits, and it will hit because it always hits, there's always fire. There's always fire. Every single season, there's fire. When the fire hits, when it does, you allow yourself to be covered with the Holy Spirit, with the oil of the Holy Spirit. So when it hits, and it will hit, it will burn away only the stuff that needs to be destroyed. Only the stuff that needs to be destroyed and then new life can spring forth. I want to encourage you that when, when the fire hits, when it's passed away, all that stuff is dead, it is gone. I remember years ago, I had a dream about this for myself and um, I, I used to get a lot of, I guess you could call it prophetic dreams and I had this dream where I was standing in the main street of Toowoomba and God was coming like a fire himself and he 
as he came, I was frightened. And I felt like God said to me, Paula, just let the fire hit you. And as it does, it'll just burn away everything that is not of me. And just let the new stuff grow. That's what I felt like God said to me in this dream. And I felt like for those who weren't allowing God to do the miracles in them, it would actually, it, it actually would be very dangerous to be in that fire. I want to encourage you to allow the Holy Spirit to fill you. You're in Christ. If you're in Christ, if you've made that decision, allow the Holy Spirit to fill you and cover you and then let that fire come to wash, to cleanse and to get rid of all that stuff, to kick off the shoes. Goodbye. You know, say that's enough. I've had enough. I'm not wearing those stinking things again. I'm not going back there. That's the past. That, that gives me pain. That does not help my life anymore. I'm leaving it behind, people. It's a new day and I need some shoes. <laughs> this is what God wants to do for us, yeah? Yeah, it's good. It's good. <sighs> Isaiah 43 says this, But now, O Israel, the Lord who created you says, Don't be afraid. I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you go through, when you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fires of oppression, you will not be burnt up. Hallelujah, hey? When it happens, that fire hits, boom. You stand there like that strong eucalyptus tree and say, I am not moving. God, burn away the rubbish, but I am not. I will not be moved because I am yours. I'm a new creation. The old has passed. The new has come. Yeah, what a promise. You know why I know it's true? I know it for me because I've experienced it in my own life. But there's testimony after testimony after testimony after testimony of this being true. So often. I've heard this testimony of this woman who as a baby, her mother attempted an abortion, and she actually survived the abortion, as, you know, tiny little things. She survived with, with injuries. Now she goes around speaking about how valuable her life is. She tells other people, don't you tell me your life's not worth anything. You are worth something. You are precious. This woman has been transferred, transformed by the power of God. That fire hit when she was a tiny little person in her mummy's tummy. That fire hit way back then and she is now a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. She is testimony, she is a testimony of God's incredible power and love. That's pretty awesome. Another guy whose name I never can remember except Nick V. Have you all heard of Nick V? Andrew and I affectionately call him Nick No Arms, No Legs because he has no arms and no legs for his whole life. He felt useless, hopeless, worth absolutely nothing. In fact, as a child, he, he attempted suicide many times. He, he felt so valueless. And now today, he travels the world telling everybody, I am valuable and so are you because God made me and he made you. I am not a mistake, even without my arms and legs. And don't you dare ever tell me that I am. I have a voice, I have a word, and I'm here to tell you that you are something. Now that's a miracle, yeah? That's a miracle. That's God saying, you know what? The fire hit 
And he is standing up saying, you know what? You will not burn away anything that is not of you, God. That is of, what am I saying? You will only burn away the stuff that is not of you. And the rest is going to flourish and grow like a mighty, like a mighty garden, a mighty, powerful tree. And he is. He's strong. Nick V. He's amazing. Another woman, um, Bronwyn Healy is her name. You may have heard of her. She's in Brisbane. She was, as a teenager, drug addict, prostitute, alcoholic, ran away from home, completely felt like her life was lost. Today, she's a single mum with three daughters because the husband was a, um, left her many years ago with the drug thing and stuff. So she's on her own. But you know what she is? A powerful woman telling other women and anyone who else wants to hear about the grace of God that rescued her and can rescue them. And she, on her own as a single mum who's got nothing, has started like a a home for girls who um, need somewhere to get out of um, addiction and prostitution because that's what she was in. I think that is amazing. Is that not a miracle? Is that not God taking the weeds, tending the garden and doing something miraculous? I know it is real for me. I know it is real for them and I know it can be real for everyone who sits here. If anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation, the old is gone. Hey, someone got me some shoes. Are they size seven? The new. Oh, size eight, sorry. (laughs) The new has come. Now, the new. Does any, everyone here know that I'm a registered nurse? I'm a registered nurse. And in my nursing career, I've seen a few babies born. Not a lot, because I'm not a midwife, but I have seen a few, and I've been there for a lot of women after birth, a lot. There's nothing like new life. I remember the first baby I saw born. Oh, man, I was probably not... I, I went to uni straight out of school, So I was young, like 17 or 18, and I blubbered like a baby. Oh, my goodness, this is so beautiful. (gasps) The woman, she was not crying in the same manner. She's probably more like, get me the epidural. Husband, you said to not get you in a I don't care what I said. Get me the epidural. You know, that's all great. You know, women can go a little psycho when they're having babies. But it is beautiful. Even with psycho mothers... Even with crazy husbands who are thinking, what, what happened to my beautiful wife? She's gone. She's become a crazy person. Even in the mess, there is nothing like that moment when this person just comes into the world. It's beautiful. Anyone is in Christ. He's a new creation. The old has gone. The new has come. The new isn't without mess. If you've ever seen or experienced birth, you know that. It's a messy ordeal, but it is beautiful. It is beautiful. You, you are worth it to him. You might be facing mess, discomfort, horrible stuff. But God says it, it doesn't matter. Even in the mess, it can be beautiful. Even in that, even through that mess, the beauty that comes. You know, these babies are covered in this white goop. And it's all over them. 
And, and it, they come out and you think, well, they don't look, you know, if you watch a TV show and they, they come out, they look like they're, you know, two weeks old. They probably are two weeks old in a TV show. But when they come out for real, they're not neat. It's not neat. It's, it's pretty gross, actually. But you know that stuff that's all around a newborn baby, that white stuff? That is actually there to protect and save that baby's life. Without all that mess and gunk, that actually wouldn't, there wouldn't be a potential for new life. I want to encourage you, when you're going through the mess and the gunk and all that horrible stuff that you face, don't just look and go, well, God is against me. God can't possibly want this for me. I want to encourage you that, you know what, even in the mess, Sometimes it's needed. Sometimes it's actually needed, as crazy as it sounds, to sustain life like in those babies. Sometimes we actually need to say, okay, God, I'm in the mess. Thank you for the mess. Help me find the way out. Help me find the light. Help me find the path because I need you in this mess. Don't curse him in the mess. Say, God, use the mess. Use the mess to bring me to that new life. If anyone is in Christ, he is our new creation. The old is dead, buried, gone, past, done, over. The new has come. God, we need you. We're going to sing. We're going to sing this beautiful song. Lord, I need you. And I want to encourage you, if you just keep turning back to the old shoes, the old ways, the old problems, it's not working for you, is it? The old decisions, the old issues, I want to encourage you to say no more. The enemy is not going to get the upper hand on me anymore. The word of God says, if anyone, anyone... So you guys, anyone here, everyone here, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. I want to encourage you today, if you need to come and leave the old stuff here, do that. Come forward if you want to. If you want someone to pray with you, that's great. Encourage you to come, kneel, stand, whatever. Leave the old and accept the new. Accept the new. It is yours. It's a gift. It is yours. Let's let's worship.